Hey, 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 welcome to the Complete the Quest radio show. So happy to have you along on this uh, episode number one of the new Complete the Quest podcast. I am jazzed to finally get this thing going. And by the way, if you don't know, we are an unofficial Nintendo Switch retro podcast. So we're covering everything Nintendo, retro, all that stuff. And by the way, we're not necessarily a news podcast, we're more just uh, kind of our thoughts on games and all that stuff. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On today's episode, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is finally here. I'm a huge Marvel fan, I'm a huge Ultimate Alliance fan, so needless to say, I'm very excited about this game. I'll give off my first impressions coming up in a bit. Super Smash Bros. is going on. The Switch Lite is happening, and so much more in the world of Nintendo. Our friend Andrew from Mandrew Dandy over on Twitch stops by, and we talk about all that stuff. Fire Emblem Three Houses is out this week. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. This will be my first experience. We'll talk about my excitement for that, and much more on today's episode. So sit back, relax, and thank you for being here. Hey listeners, Matt here. Just wanted to remind you that we're more than a podcast. We actually stream online at twitch.tv slash complete the quest. Right now, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Three Houses, that's Fire Emblem of course, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Those will be the games we're focusing on on our Twitch page over at twitch.tv slash complete the quest. We hope to see you there and uh, we hope to make new friends every week there. Twitch.tv slash complete the quest. And welcome back to the Complete the Quest radio show. Matt here with you. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is finally on store shelves, and it's a game that I've been looking forward to for quite a long time. It's funny, a couple of months ago, I actually downloaded the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance and the second one off of Amazon onto my PlayStation, and I had played those games when they first came out, and I tried to play them again, and I was, I don't know what it was, I couldn't bring myself to to finish them. I got, I would say, three or four hours into both of them, and I was like, well, they're a little dated. They feel, they feel really, really dated, which I guess going in, I assumed that was probably what was going to happen, but I was, I was hoping, that I had that little inch of hope that uh, they would feel good and they would bring back some memories, and they, they brought several memories back. But going into the third edition of the game, which, by the way, has nothing to do with the first or second one. It's its own story, it's its own thing, so don't think you need to play the first two, because you don't have to. Um, but going into the third game, I was really hoping that the gameplay and the look of the game would grab me. And even more so since I went back and played the first two, and it, it didn't grab me again like it did the first time around. But I will say, the third game has got no holds barred on me. It, it's grabbed me, and it's not letting go. Uh, the gameplay itself is snappy, it's fun, it's engaging. It, it reminds me a lot of one of my favorite games from uh, the previous generation, uh, Diablo. Uh, Diablo 3, I, I absolutely 
love that game. And it reminds me of that game in a lot of ways, not necessarily looting and all that stuff, but basically how it plays and how you can uh, do certain moves and things like that. And, and so it reminds me of Diablo 3 in a lot of ways, and I think that's why initially it has grabbed me so much. And the art style, I know a lot of people were complaining about the art style or, or worried that the art style wouldn't live up to the other two games, but I think in a lot of ways it surpasses those other two because it's its own thing. They're not trying to do anything amazing with the art style of this game, but what they are doing is, this is a superhero comic book game, and that's exactly what it looks like from moment-to-moment gameplay. Um, all the characters look like they've dropped right out of a comic book, and to me, a comic book reader, that is like a really, really cool thing. And by the way, if you like the animated movies and TV shows and all that stuff in the Marvel Universe, then you're going to love what they did in this game with the cinematics, and that, that all combines itself with the art style, because the art style is the same through the cinematics as it is in the gameplay, and it really brings that animated series look to it. And I think in a lot of ways that is a, a job well done. I think that that is exactly what they needed to do here is not take the game too seriously like you could say the second one did. The second one had that more darker tone to it. And while that was fine, this one just uh, it, it really brings out the comic book fan in me even more. It, it, it breaks that out even more because of the way it looks. And I think that's one thing that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 has going for is the art style. The cast of characters or cast of superheroes in this game is excellent. Over 30 heroes. We're getting more uh, with Marvel Knights in September and then beyond that even more. Which, by the way, Moon Knight, one of my favorite characters in comics. I'm so, so excited for Moon Knight to drop into this game. Um, that'll be a definite reason to go back in this game at the end of September. Uh, but the cast of characters is great, and I actually found myself playing with characters that I I never thought I would have. Um, as, for instance, Scarlet Witch. Uh, she's one of the first characters that you open up, and one of the first characters that I put on my team and fell in love with. And I don't know if it's because she's a ranged character, and I found that ranged characters like Doctor Strange, um, Hawkeye... Uh, things like that. If it's because I like range characters, that's why I fell in love with her so quick. But her her moves that she's able to use and her 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 style and how she moves on the on the screen, I really fell in love with. So that's just a perfect example of finding a character in this game that I normally wouldn't think to play. Now going into this, I really thought that the Avengers. I was going to pick the the four Avengers uh, and and just roll with it, and that's what I was going to do. But then I found myself quickly finding out that um, I didn't necessarily want to do that. I think actually up to this point in my, my gameplay, Doctor Strange is the only uh, what you consider an Avenger um, that I play with. Yeah, because I, 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 yeah, I play with Ghost Rider as one of my other team members, and um, I guess Black Panther's in there as well, which, by the way, I absolutely fell in love with Black Panther. So my point here is that there's plenty of characters to play, and you're going to find yourself trying different characters and falling in love with, with these superheroes that you didn't originally fall in love with, like Elsa Bloodstone, a character from early in comics, a, a monster hunter, a really cool character, but really random character be in the game. I love her. I found out that she is a blast to play with her, her shotguns and stuff like that. 
I don't know. You'll just have to try her out. She's really fun. But my point is, there's a lot of characters here, and it's well worth uh, going across the board and trying different ones because there's so many different variations of what they're doing, and there's so many different variations of fighting styles throughout, like Daredevil, for instance, or an Iron Fist, um, or a Luke Cage, which you would assume have the same kind of fighting techniques. And while they do, in a lot of ways, and in a lot of other ways, they don't. So it really adds to the fun aspect of the game. But um, the story, you know, is not amazing. You know, it's not bad, though, either. And I think coming out of Endgame for the cinematic universe, I think we're, we're, we're not necessarily tired of the Infinity Stones, but we are definitely a little fatigued from it. So I think that the game suffers a little bit there in the story department. But honestly, to me, uh, while I've been paying attention to the story, it's definitely not something that um, really bugs me. You know, like the gameplay is so much fun. The world is so cool to interact with and, and to see. I don't think that the story here really matters that much. So don't let that stop you. The only real criticism I'll give this game um, that I've found to bug me so far um, is the, the, the camera. So if you're in the special new like action camera, I can't remember if that's what they call it, the action camera, it's something like that. I've noticed the camera gets stuck a lot of times on walls and it's hard to see around characters and things like that. And I think that's something they need to address and I don't necessarily know how they would address that. Um, but maybe something for them to look into. The classic camera I have a little bit of issue with as well. It does the same type of things. Um, but overall, it's fine. I can get over it. As I said on stream the other day, it's about 3% of my problem with the game. That, that's it. It's only a 3% thing. So um, not, <laughs> not too big a deal there. The only other issue I have are some slowdowns on the Switch. I hope that they can somehow optimize this in an update and, and maybe optimize the game. I don't know if they're planning to do anything like that or not. They've not really said one way or the other. The slowdowns aren't awful. They're only certain moments, really. Not not entirely. I would say 95% of the game runs just fine. And you have the other 5% that uh, will just randomly cause slowdowns in the game. So that's another problem. But I, I think other than that, though, man... This game's a blast. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order out now for the Nintendo Switch. If you're a Switch owner, if you have any interest in superheroes or a Diablo-style game, this is definitely a game to check out. So I know I'm having a blast with it. You can catch me streaming it over on the Twitch page, twitch.tv slash complete the quest. We'll continue our episode number one. Yeah, the first episode of the Complete the Quest podcast, or as I like to call it, a radio show, because I worked in radio so long, so it makes me it makes me feel better if I just call it a radio show, okay? <laughs> I've got the co-op segment. My buddy Andrew stops by. He talks some Smash Bros, and we talk about the Switch lights. That's coming up next here on the show. Welcome back to the Complete the Quest podcast here on Anchor.fm. We're also on Spotify and iTunes as well. And we're in our co-op segment of the podcast. And we have my buddy Andrew here, or better known as Mandrew Dandy on Twitch. Andrew, how are you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'll take that as you doing well, or... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> it, it, sound, it sounded like I was being, like, attacked. Yeah. Like... Like someone's attacking my butt cheek or something. I don't know. Ooh, that'd be that'd be horrible. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll try to be PG. It's, hey, I, you know what? I appreciate that. Well, welcome to the show. We we appreciate you coming on and uh, hanging out with us today. <laughs> no problem, mate. Oh, I've been wanting to do a podcast or at least be in a podcast with you for a while. Oh, like it feels good. Yeah, I miss talk. I miss talking. 
You know what? I do, too. You know, uh, I worked in radio for 13 years, and so this is like the closest thing I can do to get back that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. It, uh, it feels good. But uh, yeah. we are an unofficial Nintendo podcast here at Complete the Quest. And so, uh, you know, I don't want to say official because, you know, we, we might get something wrong or, you know, we don't want to uh, upset you if we or say officially something. unofficial or officially unofficial. That's right. So yeah. a lot going on in the Nintendo Switch world. Uh, the new legally unofficial, the <laughs> legally unofficial, the Switch Lite recently announced and we'll talk about that in a bit as well but andrew you're a fan of smash bros am i right i yeah (laughs) i i I have a love-hate relationship with smash bros i I mean a lot of people do yeah yeah well it's because if you're not an avid fighting fan i mean right right it, it can it can be daunting on you i mean it's definitely different for like obviously for people who don't know like Smash Bros has been around for since N64. Um, on like traditional fighting games where you aim to lower someone's health, you aim to knock somebody off a platform. And uh, you got all your favorite Nintendo characters as well as some like a lot of different crossover characters in New Ultimate. And this time has been really interesting when it comes to I guess like the, I don't know if, I, I guess the tier. I was or I was gonna say meta, but like sure. meta, meta, meta might be right. But I guess like the like the, like how I've seen competitions been going. Like every once in a while, I see a clip on YouTube about tournament finals or tournament like like uh, rounds going, and it's interesting to see the different array of fighters that are that are making it through. Yeah, you know, and I think that I personally, and and again, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say right off the bat, I'm not a huge uh, Smash Bros. fan. Uh, to be quite honest with you, I've never played a Smash Bros. up until Ultimate, so it's a whole new world for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's a good thing, you know. Instead of one or two characters really dominating the meta, and and maybe that's still the case, uh, it's nice to see people bringing out other characters that may not see as much play. Yeah. Well, they've brought back every character from every. From from every Smash game that's been that's been released, and you do see like your repeat characters. You do see your Marths. You do see your Clouds. Um, Which that's going to happen, right? I mean, it's a fighting game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you get your anime boy with a sword. Right, right. (laughs) Um, When Smash Bros. first came out, there were a lot of players who were playing like Inkling. Like Inkling, the Inkling characters. Yeah, I know. They I, were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were so like agile, so quick, and they could. I don't know. They, um, but as the as things have been going on, like I've actually been seeing less and less of Inkling Girl, or like Inkling Inkling in general. I mostly say Inkling Girl. Right, because right. Because some guys need a waifu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and Inkling. Uh, I know a couple of buddies of mine were talking. They were really excited about playing that character specifically, and and I've tried to catch a few tournaments here or there for Smash Bros. And yeah, I've not seen I've not seen the character around really that much. Yeah, it's 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 so strange because um, like uh, Fox and Falco's used to like own like maybe used to like own the like the meta like i think like pikachu used to be very hyped and what's really weird is is uh 
like underdog from the what was it not brawl melee from the melee uh from melee game pichu has made a resurgence and is like becoming like a higher tier now it, it's such a weird thing because this is like probably like one of the only characters that can damage itself oh okay interesting it's 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 an odd thing but i mean people balance it out by you like trying to take advantage of its speed and of its grabs and and everything else i mean and trying to do like its area control stuff with the thunder shocks so when, yeah yeah so so when talking about um uh, the use of different characters i know you play a lot over on your twitch channel and um do you see a lot of of, of people playing different things there or is it usually the same one or two characters um with so many characters i mean i i it's hard to like me stuck with one usually i'm sure to think, right 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 i'm trying to think like what Anytime there's like somebody picks like a certain character, I'm mentioning like, oh god, here we go. I'm, right, <laughs> like I'm af- like I'm afraid. Yeah, because uh, like anytime someone chooses like Marth or Lucina, which is basically the same character, um, some Crom like Crom in there, like all the fire, most of the fire emblem characters. Um, I've seen a lot of good nest players. Uh, seen uh, Young Link is probably like one of the scariest ones it's always it's always a like a fast character a fast character with a sword it's Mm -hmm. like because you never see a donkey kong or a bowser right yeah like i see a bowser like only like once in a while sure like it like it's always like it's always like your kind of anime looking character it's your fire emblem characters it's your young links it's your zeldas um it's your ness um, I think I've seen a pit maybe like once or twice. Uh, I'm trying to think like in turn because like, it's it's always funny because you never see a Kirby, you never see any of like the token characters mm-hmm. from the original. Yeah, characters I mean, you, my... you think you'd see all the time, you know, just right. because they're who they are, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Pikachu still gets a lot, quite a bit of love, I think, with tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, but like, you never see Donkey Kong, you never see Mario, you never see like I think I see some Luigi's. Um, you never. It's so funny because you never see Fox anymore. Like I don't, I don't see a lot of Fox, and okay. like Fox, he has like he's Fox. a ranged character, isn't he? Uh, Fox is he's a speed character. Like he, his only range is his blaster, which does. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, it doesn't give any knockback, so it's just like you could repeatedly shoot somebody and they can come at you. So it's like it adds damage, but it doesn't like stun your opponent at all. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting to me. You know, I, I picked the game up on release um, just because I'm so in love with with the Switch, and I thought, well, this is a good time to jump into Smash Bros. And I got to say, I love the the single player stuff just as much as fighting with friends or fighting online. Oh, yeah. You know, and and um, so overall, I'm glad you're enjoying the game, and, and you're going to continue to 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 play, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, they've announced two more characters coming out later this year. I think. We got the hero from Dragon Quest. Yes. I think, yeah, like the Dragon Quest series coming out. Another anime sword character. So take it as you take it as you like. I right, mean, right. he looks pretty cool. He looks pretty cool. Um, everyone's saying like there's been people saying that like he's basically like a mashup of quite a few different characters because people say he's like a kind of like a Link clone. Some people have been saying he's I don't know. They, they, he's got some different powers to him, but. 
the, the coup de grace to the DLC characters that have been announced. We're finally getting Banjo Kazooie. Yes. <laughs> like to everybody's. That's, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal for to everybody's. Su- to everybody's surprise, not surprise. We're getting Banjo Kazooie. That's crazy. And, <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping that means that we're we're gonna get like maybe Banjo Kazooie remakes for the Switch down down the down the lane. Maybe even uh, a sequel. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that they've got to be working on something, right? Like that's mm-hmm. they they've got to have that in the background. They got to be working on that. So, yeah, uh, we'll definitely see. Um, all right, cool. Well, that, I'm glad to know that the Smash seems like it's still doing pretty well. I know there was some controversy, and we, we won't get into this on this episode, but uh, there's some controversy with um, uh, fighting and things like that and, and people not treating other people correctly in the scene. But uh, sadly, Oh, yeah. Uh, don't get me started yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we won't talk about that now. But what we will talk about is the new Nintendo Switch Lite coming in September. Have you seen this thing, Andrew? I have. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be entirely handheld. It's supposed to have a, a longer battery life than your actual Switch taken out of the dock, which, of course, because if it's going to be handheld, it might as well have a consistent charge. Yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah, it, it better, right? I mean, it's not going to be right. 3DS charge life, you know. I can't remember the, the life of the 3DS. It was it was I don't remember pretty either. long. But, um, yeah, so it's coming in September, one ninety nine ninety nine, and um, it has a 5.5-inch touchscreen compared to the 6.5 or 6.2 touchscreen on the Switch. So uh, considerably smaller, but I don't think that's going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to make or break this thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Um... I think it's pretty like a pretty pretty cool. Uh, it's it's different because I think it's like Nintendo usually brings these things out because they need. I mean, they need they need, like they need to like you know fulfill like investments like down the line. Uh, and you got you got two games coming out um, within the like when like. Uh, in, in about a year, like or like in in the next year, because you got Pokemon coming out near the end of the year, you got Animal Crossing coming out the year after, so you got two big games that thrive on that handheld. Well, market. and and yeah, and not and and not stop forget uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. The same day as this thing releases, so that's exactly. oh yeah, exactly. that's that's a big deal too. And the Pokemon Sword and Shield edition of the Switch Lite coming out November eighth. So they're definitely pushing that mm-hmm. market. But it, it to me, it seems like a perfect time, right? Because you got the new Nintendo, or rather, new Pokemon coming out, and uh, you know, people with 3DSs like that's that is a reason alone that a lot of people have a 3ds or a 2ds is for pokemon so to have this switch light to carry around uh easily easily more portable things like that it makes sense you know yeah it, it definitely fulfills nintendo's like japanese market because i know they have a big like com like commuting oh and uh, they're crazy over there for for handhelds too from what i know oh, yeah. i mean even i was oh, yeah. in a report uh, yesterday that even the vita PS Vita is still selling over there, which is crazy. You know? Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, they love handhelds. It's like I'm surprised games are even still relevant for the Vita. Yeah, you know, it's – yeah, I I personally always loved my Vita, but we won't get into that. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people are, are, are saying that 
there's really no reason for the Switch Lite. But here's the thing. Uh, we got to remember that the, the target demographic for this thing isn't necessarily you and I, necessarily. Right. Especially here in U.S. I mean, you got to think, for holidays, this is the perfect thing, and the perfect price point for a parent to go out and get their kid a Nintendo Switch. $100 off. Mm. And I don't know. I think I think it's a great time for it, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's fully transferable. So, like, if... If you have a switch already, you can take your data, like take your save data from your switch to the light. Um, and it's like they people are I think some people might be freaking out because like the the switch light only will play like games in like a handheld mode. So there won't be there won't be any tabletop like mode games or won't be any like motion like uh, like motion games so unfortunately like your one two switch is gonna have to stay in its sleep uh who's playing that come on nobody no I, I, nobody's playing my that family game. plays <laughs> oh okay. I, my family plays like we play that game for the runway game oh, that's fair that's fair i've only played it yeah. once so yeah I, I have i have to play it so i can watch my grandma shake her in a funny, <laughs> ma- in a funny matter oh for sure um, yeah 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 but like since like it's it's such a weird thing because like nintendo like you know, at first puts all these gimmicks out about like mo- like motion controls and like touchscreen antics and stuff like that. But then we still like like after its release, you get bogged. You get like tr- uh, the store gets bogged in with all this different like all the all these different things that don't require those features. Mm-hmm. So so it's like a handheld's almost necessary. Like you won't you won't be. A- you won't have that restriction of having a game. I mean, you you won't have that problem of finding a game that can only play in handheld mode. Right, right. Yeah, and like uh, people like like my wife, for instance, she only plays in handheld mode. So, uh, you know, she yeah. doesn't ever touch. Uh, you know, put it on the TV. I I'm opposite. I don't really like playing handheld mode. I like playing on the TV or monitor or whatever. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. Like I just I just went on two trips recently, like two road trips recently, and. Instead of you know being responsible and like reading a book because I right. have so many of them, <laughs> same, same. Uh, I I played I played my Switch. Yes, and right. it's like playing the Switch like on the road has been like I mean such a good time. Oh, it's time great. Killer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've been playing like my Phoenix Wright game, like playing through that. I this this weekend or this past weekend I played Catan. Oh yeah, I saw that came out. Yeah, but then but then it's Catan release. So I mean. You can find stuff to play that doesn't like, especially like when you can't find an internet connection and you can't, fu- and like you don't need like you know motion controls or tabletop tabletop play or you know what have you. I mean, there's, I mean the the handheld lights are a, a good choice, especially for like for like kids who just need something to keep them busy. You're listening to the co-op section of the Complete the Quest podcast. We're speaking with Andrew. You can check him out over on twitch.tv slash Dandy. But yeah, the the uh, Switch Lite, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'm, I'm definitely going to yeah. get one. I think I may wait and get that Pokemon version. It's not the prettiest thing in the world, but man, I don't know. Something yeah. something about just having a Pokemon Nintendo yeah. Switch, you know? <laughs> yeah. On that note, though, of the Switch coming out, they actually just announced today that I think in November... They're coming out with a new model of yes 
of like of our regular Switch, but it's it's not like it's not the Switch Pro that's been that people have been teasing. It's just a Switch with a better battery. Yeah, so life. I actually have the information pulled up here. Um, it's actually coming out mid-August this year in mid-August. In okay, I thought it was November. Yeah, yeah. So mid-August, uh, rolling out mid-August through September, and they're saying it should last approximately four and a half to nine hours versus the two and a half to six and a half hours for the older model. Um, mm-hmm. And the expected battery life for the light is three to seven. So that is actually a, a considerable difference there, especially for somebody who plays it in handheld mode. And not to mention, it can take a while for the switch to recharge. You know, I mean, it's right. it's not a short ten minute like my phone. You know, with this fast charging stuff, uh, it can oh, it can yeah. take the switch. You know, a solid hour to charge back up to hundred percent. So having two two and a half more extra hours there, I think is definitely worth it. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. It's actually funny, Andrew. I was, uh, we're going to California here in August at the first week of August, and um, my wife and I are going to fight over the Switch. So I told myself, you know what? I'm just going to go out and buy another Switch. <laughs> uh, I've I'd made the decision up. Well, then this came out uh, today, uh, the time recording this episode, and I was like, you know, should I just wait a couple more weeks? You know, it's, it's, it, now I got to decide. Why, why Nintendo? Why did you have to do this to me? Why couldn't you announce the Pro for next year or something? You know? Oh, seriously. Like <laughs> anytime there's like there's like a bot like a possible like chance for like a sale or something like yeah, that. It's, like it's always going to be really. Uh, it's it's, it, it's it's so funny you say that. Like my wife and I fighting over the Switch. Um, we got we got the, our Nintendo Switch last Christmas from my. Was it last Christmas? It was either last Christmas. I think it was the year before. It was the year before. Um, my mom got bought it for us because I had hinted it to her that we wanted one. Like and my my fiance wanted one or wanted it, and so when it came to the Christmas gift, it was written out to my fiance oh. and and not me. <laughs> Here we go. And she she holds that over my head so That's much, hilarious. even though I, even though I'm the one who plays it all right, the time. Right, right. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, well, do what we're doing. Just get two of them. Give it to her. Just say, you know uh, what? This is yours. Fine. You can have it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give her this one, and I'll have to go get the the one with the better battery. Yeah, there you, yeah that's right. Just don't just don't, uh, don't, don't tell her that. Uh, oh, yeah. We're coming towards the end of this segment, but I did want to talk about one more thing, and that is, you got any games you're, you're looking forward to in the next couple of months? Oh, next couple of months. I'm trying to think what's coming out. Um well, the big thing for me is Ultimate Alliance Friday. I mean, we're talking, that's a couple of days, oh, yeah. uh, the 19th. Uh, very excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I played the first two. I um, I like the first one a lot better than the second one. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think a lot of people have said that in the past. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I might play I might get into that. Um, something that's coming out at the end of July um, it's actually coming out on my birthday. Oh. Um, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses is coming yes, out. Yes, 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 yes. This, I have, yeah. I, yeah, I have never played a Fire Emblem I game have in my me life. Me neither. Me neither. So this is going to be a good experience for you and I to uh, check back in with each other and, and talk about it because yeah. I, I'm picking it up day one. I'm actually, that is two days before I leave for my California trip. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, all right. Guess I'm yeah. playing Fire Emblem. I, I hear... Um, I mean, it looks really cool. I hear it's just like you like you make you like train recruits and everything. And I, I, it sounds like there's almost like a permadeath kind of thing going on. Right, I, right. I, 
I haven't read too much into it, but I think I saw a headline saying about like prepare to be sad. Yes. Like when you lose like your your recruit or something. I like know that. the series is known for the the uh, primitive thing, but um, yeah, you know I've been watching some some gameplay and some video reactions to uh, what the Treehouse showed and all that back over at E3, and I'm really excited. You know, one thing for me, I've never been a huge turn-based combat fan. So as mm -hmm. I've gotten older, though, I just got done playing a game called Wargroove, and oh, yeah. I absolutely fell in love with it. And I, I'll be honest, turn-based combat has never, ever been my thing. So no. I think Fire Emblem, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it, for sure. Yeah, Wargroove's definitely got that, like, I think Advance Wars kind of feeling to it. Yes, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Which I, which I think, like, we need a resurgence of that to come oh, back. Oh, it'll happen. Just, just give it time. Just give it time. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's... What was I going to say? I always forget what I'm going to no, say. No, you're, um, you're good. But, like, yeah, I'm not a turn-based guy. Yeah, I, I've never been either. But, but I've, I've, I've seen, like, as I grow with age, I just need something with a little more patience. <laughs> right. So, so it's... <laughs> So it's like, eh, I need time to think. Like I I want to feel like I want to feel like a genius when I when I when I finally finish this thing. So that's what's that's what's like what's weirding me out about the new Final Fantasy series where they're kind of making it like what is it like kind of real-time strategy almost. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So more like 15, might... more like 15. Yeah. So, yeah. Should be cool. Like I'll definitely try that, it. That, that, yeah, that'll be I mean that's not Nintendo related necessarily, but like to go from your traditional the traditional seven to like a real time strategy set, uh, Final that's Fantasy a, Seven will be weird. Yeah, that'll 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 definitely be a, a big jump. So that's it, yeah. guys. Ultimate Alliance out this month, uh, Fire Emblem out this month, and then um, yeah more games i know september we got links awakening which i'm very excited for but uh, we'll talk about that on a later episode andrew uh, let everybody know where they can find you i am on twitch at mandrew dante um you can also find me on discord i don't know if i should like uh, plug my discord Go for it. That's if fine, you come yeah. uh my discord uh duh it's mandrew dandy uh one four five four Check it out. I mostly play most most Nintendo games. I play some big PlayStation Four games. I am soon soon going to get a new PC so I can scrap this laptop I've been using and start actually playing some PC goodness. Well, you got you got to start somewhere, you know. Uh, you yeah, start I, somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it was only like probably was it earlier this year? Maybe like. Yeah, like earlier this year, I was still streaming off of the PlayStation, yeah. and now I'm finally moving over. Like, I'm finally like I moved over to my laptop. It's now I'm finally moving. It's over a process, man. It really is, but uh, it's fun. You know, you just gotta yeah. take the steps towards it. That's the thing. So, well, Andrew, it's uh, been a pleasure having you on, and uh, we'll catch you on uh, next uh, next time around. Yeah, we will play games. Yes, yes. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to the Complete the Quest podcast. We'll close out the show in our final segment coming up stay with us hey complete the quest fans we'd love to hear from you we want your feedback on what you think of the show so far and also what we could do better and if you have a topic you'd like for us to discuss on the show make sure and let us know that as well keep feedback everywhere itunes spotify anchor.fm wherever you find this podcast we would love to hear from you 
We're rolling right along here on episode number one of the Complete the Quest radio show or podcast or uh, just whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we welcome you. And really, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. And make sure to leave a comment and let us know if you're listening and what you thought of the first episode. And we hope to continue to do these weekly and uh, so, yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses is out this week. Of course, depending on when you listen to the episode, it's here on Friday, the 26th. I, I, I've i never played a Fire Emblem game. And the main reason I've never, ever played a Fire Emblem game is because I, I typically don't like turn-based strategy. Here's the thing, though. I've, as I've gotten older, and it's funny, I was actually talking to uh, somebody about this the other day, and I think Andrew even mentioned this earlier as well. Uh, turn-based games have never been my thing, but now that I'm getting a little bit older, I'm more interested in them, and I really don't know why that is, because I, I still play a lot of, of quick games, so it's not like I'm losing my touch or I can't keep up with things. It's not really that. It's I don't know really what it is. I, I've really started noticing turn-based games more, so my eyes have been on this game since the announcement. Of course, I watched the Nintendo Treehouse events during E3, and they showed a lot of really cool stuff there. I think the graphical style and what the game has to offer in terms of what you actually do in there is really interesting to me. I think a lot of fans of Game of Thrones will also find this game to be cool as well because of the three houses and things you can do there and the, the combat and the areas remind me a lot of, of some of that, that fantasy type of style as well. So I think it's going to bring in some new people here that, like me, have never played a Fire Emblem game. Plus it helps us the first one on the Switch, and this gives the company an opportunity to find a whole new audience. So that's cool as well. So I can't wait till Friday to, to play this RPG strategy game from Intelligent Systems. And it, it's it's going to be really cool. And I, I've been reading a lot about the game. And according to NintendoLife.com, which, by the way, I have no affiliation with them at all, but I've really, really started enjoying their website. So make sure and check out NintendoLife.com. Uh, it, it says as part of the features here, it's a traditional turn-based tactical RPG that puts new twists on strategic battling. Now, when the player maneuvers a unit, formations of troops move with them and support them in battle. If you've seen any of the videos out so far, any of the, the gameplay of it, um, when you attack a, a character or a unit, it brings up a new screen and it looks like there's a bigger battle going on there. And that really intrigues me. It makes it makes the battles more focused. It makes it more interesting to me rather than just a one-on-one -on -one character fighting each other. It makes it seem more real. It makes it feel like you're actually on the battlefield. And so that's something I'm excited about. It also says here, in some parts, the player can move the main character freely and interact with other characters and gather information. Now, this is something we saw on the uh, Nintendo Treehouse event where she's walking around. I guess you could call it a castle, I guess you could say. Uh, just for a lack of a better term, him walking around the castle, him teaching, uh, him eating with characters, they're fishing, they're doing a bunch of different things. So there's more to this game than just the battling. And I think that's what interests me as well, is that the game isn't just fighting, it's the slower, quieter moments too that could reel us in. So I'm excited about that. The game's set in a new world, and um, there's a church there, 
that exercises great power over the land and people. So that's going to play a definite uh, part in it as well. Uh, the protagonists you meet have three main characters, uh, or your protagonist, I should say, meets three main characters, Eldegard, Dimitri, and Claude, who play important roles in the story. So that's cool. I can't wait to uh, to see these characters come together. And that's something I think overall that I'm really excited about more than anything else is the story aspect of the game. I'm telling you guys, I literally know nothing about Fire Emblem other than what friends have told me. And I'm going into this fresh start. I know nothing about the lore, nothing about the history of the game or the characters. So going into this, I'm fully intrigued by the story, not to mention permadeath. That's always an interesting thing for me as well. And I think I've, I mean, come to think of it, I guess I've never really played a game with permadeath in it before. Maybe I have. I just can't think of one off the top of my head. But that intrigues me. Uh, that makes me more interested in the battles. That makes me want to pay closer attention and and get closer to these characters. So that's something that's really calling out to me as well. But again, that's out on the 26th this Friday of July. So I'm very, very excited about that. One other thing I wanted to mention real quick is uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood is also out Friday, the 26th. And I've not played a Wolfenstein game in quite a long time. I believe I played the first one that came out on the PS4. Man, I don't even know what year that was now. 2016, maybe? 2015? That's the, the only Wolfenstein game I had played in quite a long time. And this one is only $30 on the Switch. Uh, they, they've said or at least in, in interviews I've heard, they've said that the game is a full-length game. It's a full-length Wolfenstein story. So it's only half the price, $30. My interest in this game, though, comes, how's it going to run on the Nintendo Switch? I know they've done well with the last one. They were very, very excited about how the last one ran on the system. So if that one, or if this one runs like that one, then we're in for good shape, guys. We're in for a treat. I'm actually leaving for California for a week in August, the first week in August, and I need some games to play. And I'm going to miss my PlayStation. I want to miss my Xbox. I want to miss my PC gaming. So I need a first-person shooter, and this is going to fill the void of that, hopefully, on the Switch. We'll see where and how it runs and all that jazz, but I'm really crossing my fingers hoping that this game will live up to the hype of the other ones on the system. So we'll see. But either way, lots of great games coming out for our Nintendo Switch, and I can't wait for the future, guys. Ultimate Alliance is here. Three Houses is almost here. Wolfenstein's almost here. Uh, Astral Chain looks incredible. We got Pokemon right around the corner, and I'm sure there's more. Uh, Link's Awakening, of course. We got so many great games coming out for the system. I just, I, I, I can't wait. I'm very, very excited. Well, that's going to do it for the first episode of the Complete the Quest podcast radio show. Thank you so much for being here, and we hope to see you next time around here on the program. And really, that's all I got to say. Make sure and check out the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash complete the quest. There we play a plethora of games right now, Ultimate Alliance, and we'll be playing Three Houses on there as well. And everything Nintendo happening right there for you guys. So until next time around, be safe, keep playing those games, and have a great rest of your week.